Good to get Christopher Bell back here in the Freak Nation as we go back to his Roval win in Charlotte. And you look at the setup of that race, Christopher, and it's a win and you're in. If you don't win, you're not in. Are you one of those cats that could put that aside while you're in the race car? Or are you carrying that burden every lap, every turn? I got to win this race or I'm not in. Yeah, I mean, there's only so much that's in my hands as the race car driver, right? So, uh, you know, I go there and I try and do the best that I can and uh, obviously put my best foot forward to try and win the race. But, you know, it's the same every other week. It's, it's not like I'm going to the other races and not trying my hardest. So, you know, you just do the best you can. And uh, this weekend, it, it worked out for us. My crew chief, Adam Stevens, made a great call. Uh, we weren't the fastest car on the track, but... Um, you know, we executed, we stayed around all day, uh, didn't get caught up in wrecks and, uh, put tires on it. And I was able to drive up through there when it mattered. If there would have been some issues with whether it's the tires or some of the calls you and your crew chief made, is that where the anxiety comes in? Or are you, are you you a 20 something in a 50 year old body where you can, again, can maintain that sanity in a, in a big old race car? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. And you know, I don't know. I just, I try and focus on the things that I can control. Uh, I felt way more anxiety and way more stress at Talladega the week prior, just because at that point I was still capable of pointing my way in. And I, I did a terrible job scoring points through the two stages and at the end of the race. So, you know, whenever we went to Charlotte, it was, we knew there, there was no other option, right? We had to win. So it didn't matter what the, what the point situation was. Uh, we just knew that we had to cross the finish line first. I want to go back to you saying, quote, I did a terrible job at Talladega getting points and stages and, and then later in the race. Hold on. Talladega is a race that is so much out of your control. How can you really put blame on yourself at certain segments when there's just so much that you you can't really you just can't do anything about it? Yeah, that, that is true. And, you know, Talladega is a, uh, it's very much a race that things are out of your control. But with that being said, there were a lot of guys that scored way more points than me and, and their equipment was definitely not any better than mine. So, you know, that's one thing that I just, uh, you know, try and focus on is, is doing the best I can and, and getting scoring the most points that, that I can on a week weekly basis. And, you know, there were other guys that scored points and, and I didn't. So ultimately, I need to figure out why uh, why that was, what I needed to do differently and try and do a better job. All right. That's fair. Are you a fan of the way the tracks lay in this playoff format this year? And I guess it's pretty much similar to what it was last year. Yeah, I feel really, really good about the round of eight. Uh, and then the round of 12 was definitely one that scared me um, with Talladega and the Charlotte Road course. So now that we made it through there, I'm feeling really good about the round of eight. So it, it was so, so funny because we left Texas, a track that I should have done really well at, and I expected to do really well at. Uh, we crashed and didn't get any points, but I was just down in the dumps. And, uh, I, you know, our mutual friend, Tony Merritt from Stanley Black & Decker, uh, he's a really, really good um, sponsor to me. And, you know, we, we built up a really good relationship and he was on me hard about, man, we got this, we got this. Don't you worry about that. You know, that's okay. And I'm over here in the dumps, like, you know, our season's over, what are we going to do? And, and Tony kept pumping me up and look what happened. Hmm. Oh, smokes. Wow. Christopher Bell, winner of the Charlotte Roval, Toyota driver. And 
I've been saying this all year that the young guys are coming up and knocking some of the old guys and the fuss budgets, knocking them back in the crowd a little bit. Uh, there's only two in the final eight that have won a championship. So chances are there's going to be somebody new stepping to the plate. Might as well be you. Uh, but did, is there is there some separation between the young guys and the old guys who are complaining? Is that happening in the garage? Uh you know, I don't really see very much of the older guys complaining, really. You know, everyone, or I guess I shouldn't say more so than the young guys. I, I think we're all pretty uh, across the board. We we want the same things. You know, we want to be able to put on the best races. We want to be able to drive safe race cars. And um, so, you know, the older guys definitely have the the bigger voices in the garage area just because they've been around a while and, and, and have the, the – uh, I'm going to say the most, uh, you know, experience and, and ability to talk to the, you know, the stakeholders in the sport. Christopher Bell, you ought to be an attorney instead of a race car driver. Yes. <laughs> I think I'd be a very good attorney. You handled that as well as anybody in any courtroom I've ever heard. You really <laughs> cleaned that up. Chances are you're going to run into some of those guys who are going to say, yeah, I heard you on Speed Freaks and you really – you really cleaned it up really good. I'm going to say it for you. The young guys are kicking their butts and they're not happy about it. And they're, they're complaining whether you want to say it or not. They're, you know, they've got the paisley shirt and the plaid shorts and the white white socks on the sandals. And they're into the yard grousing and get off of my championship. You get you guys out of the way. You, you you really don't you're going to sit there and tell me in your study with a smile on your face, the winner of the last race. You're going to tell me that that doesn't happen in the garage anywhere. I'm just telling you, I've got my butt kicked plenty of times by Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick and Denny Hamlin and Martin Truex. So funny you mentioned those guys <laughs> making the most noise and got the least points. You guys are. That's funny. They're awesome. just off the top of your head. Well, like he told me in his Talladega answer, everybody has the same opportunity to score points. So tell those old men that they can score points just as just as well as anyone else. Yeah, yeah I mean, they're you know, it, it's just it it comes and it comes and goes, man. Like you know, they're yeah, they have they have different skill sets than the young guys. You know, the young guys always have the ambition. They drive hard. They're typically less. They're fearless. Uh, you know, and then the old guys most of the time beat them with their experience. And and it seems like, um, you know, like Harvick, he, he's been performing excellent. Kyle Busch and Martin Truex, they've been performing, I, I would say, you know, on par with some of the younger guys. It hasn't worked out. Like Kyle blew two engines and got knocked out of the playoffs. And Martin Truex was running, I think, third in points before the uh, the playoffs. And unfortunately, there were so many different winners that he didn't make it. So, you know, the veterans are they're still performing well um, and and they're hard to beat. You know, I I, I don't think that, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't be shocked if Martin Truex, Kyle or, you know, the, the veterans of the sport win the rest of the races. Oh, you know, next time you come in the Freak Nation, I got to make sure I have a hat nearby so I can take it off to you. That, <laughs> those are some of the best answers. Yeah. How to get how to get Kenny's his little thing there so I can at least tip it off to you. 
you did a good job there, partner. I, that's why I got you in our Beat the Freaks this week. I'm taking <laughs> you to lead me to the promised land. How you like that, Christopher Bell? <laughs> I'll take it. Right, but fair. hold on a second, though. Why do you think with what do we have now? Four races to go. Well, including Vegas this weekend. Why are you thinking that the older guys would have a greater chance of winning these next several races? Because arguably the great equalizer this season has been the new car. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I hope that I win the next four races. <laughs> and, and I certainly think that I'm capable of winning uh, all four of them. You know, from the, the day that we're talking today, I don't see any reason why I can't win um, multiple races. But you just you never know. And and that uh, there, there's so many competitive cars. And we've seen that all year long where you just don't know. You literally do not know who's going to win. Christopher, and, uh, Bell, wait a minute. I'm cutting you off here. I just glanced at the at the points. You're the number one Toyota driver out there. You got more points than any other Toyota driver. I'm, I'm telling you, you need to pop your collar a little bit and jump your chest. You're kicking their butts. And you're a young guy, and you're going to be fighting for a championship this year while the rest of the guys are grousing and complaining uh, about you being in front of. Well, I hope you're right. I hope I just am able to go and, and win a championship. So well, you're, you're uh, out in front of all the other yeah. guys right now. Yeah. yeah. Man, are we going to see you up in, in Christopher Bell's grill in Las Vegas or Phoenix <laughs> going, you're my boy. You're my boy, Blue. Give him some pom-poms. <laughs> as long as he's taking me to the promised land, I'm going to get onto his fender and hold on. Your Roval winner from Charlotte, again, Christopher Bell, flying those DeWalt colors here in the Freak Nation. And you made reference, Crasher, or someone did, in regards to the next-gen car. Uh, I just think it's been an advantage for guys like yourself, Bell, that weren't so married to the former car. Like, again, sorry, but these older guys were, that you were able to make the adjustments to uh, the next-gen car, love it, or, love it or hate it, than some of these older guys have. Uh, is that true from a younger driver like you? So the only thing that I can say from my standpoint is this is the first year that I've been able to practice and qualify in the cup series. So I, I wholeheartedly believe that if I had practice and qualifying last year in the 20 car, I would have been on pace with my performance this year, but not having practice and qualifying dramatically hindered my performance last year and in the 95 car of the year before that. So you know, there's been a lot of things that have changed this year to, um, you know, make this year a lot different than years past or specifically the last two years. Well, you're getting a lot of questions. I know every driver is in regards to the safety of the car and you may not want to wade into it. But are all the drivers on the same page that there just there needs to be adjustments made before going into 2023? I mean, it would be nice for sure. You know, it, it's everything hurts worse, whether it's a, a bunk draft at Talladega or a, you know, a small crash um, and knock on wood. I fortunately haven't had a big crash yet, but uh, you know, the, the small crashes certainly hurt worse. And um, you know, we just need to, it is what it is, right? We're not going to just not race if they say, Hey, you know what, this is what we got. But um, I don't think NASCAR is going to do that. And I think they're going to, continue to try and make the cars better. Uh, and, and certainly, you know, we hope to see them directionally continue to get safer. 
If you're asked to drive an electric NASCAR cup car, would you take advantage of that? I mean, if it's the cup series, then I guess that's, uh, that's what we're going to do. But thankfully they haven't said it yet. <laughs> he races dirt cars. He's racing yeah. stock cars. I bet you would race a rally car. You would do, uh, come on. I think the answer would be yes. If it, if it's fast and it moves, you go. All right. Hey, Christopher, before we get the hell out of here, what's that trophy over your left shoulder? All right. Uh, let's look here. He's got so many he doesn't even know what they're for. Yeah. Let's see. Whoa. I can get 2013. Is that Fremont? Is that Irwindale? What is yeah. it? Fremont Speedway, 2013. Uh, it's a 4.10 sprint car, 410 sprint car feature winner. So this was my first ever um 410 sprint car win. And uh, it was driving for my hero, Rick Furkle. Yep. Oh. So this guy sits here in my corner. It's badass. Oh wow! You're old beyond your years, man. It's uh, yeah. it's all it's always awesome getting you in here, Christopher. I know it's a little back and forth, but buddy, thank you for taking time out. You're going to benefit from the Speed Freaks mojo rolling in here, and uh, we'll be seeing you for the championship in Phoenix, buddy. There you go. Thank you, guys. Have a good day.